Lily had spent her whole life in the Hidden Valley, living along the creekside from one end of the valley to the other, rarely venturing very far away from the creek. She meandered through the culverts, went through the occasional garbage can. She grew up and had raised her own family in the Hidden Valley. Today, she and her little babies, black with white stripes down their back, were making their way up the valley beside the creek. They had had their fill of their food, and they were wandering just kind of aimlessly, making sure they stayed far enough away from the humans not to arouse any suspicion. For some reason, every time the big, furless animals saw them, they would be chased and ran away. But when they sensed danger and engaged the defense mechanism which they had been given by their creator, those very same humans, much larger than them, seemed to want to get away from them as quickly as possible. Lily wasn't sure exactly why, but she decided to just stay away as much as possible from the big furless animals, the humans. The sun had begun to climb, and the dew was evaporating off of the grass and the leaves. Her and her little fur babies were making their way up the creek, having just eaten and were excited for what the day would hold. It had been warm recently, and they knew to be very careful for the large open rocks. Well, at least Lily knew that. Her little babies were still learning right from wrong, good from bad, and dangerous from safe. And the larger the size of the rock, especially on a warm day like today, the greater the likelihood that they would run into one of the snakes. And not just any snake, but in the Hidden Valley there was an occasional copperhead, and once a rattlesnake had even been seen. Lily knew to keep her babies as far away from the big open flat rocks if there even was a possibility that one of the dangerous snakes could be resting on those. So they made their way alongside the creek, looking for crawdads to eat, nibbling on the fresh grass, and watching the deer in the fields while they enjoyed the beautiful day. Of course, every beautiful day winds down, and since her kind were usually nocturnal and played and roamed and wandered at night, she realized the sun was actually setting. She was about to experience the main part of her day. The sun would slowly go down. It would set. All of the furless humans would go back into their homes for the evening. And then her and her babies would begin looking for scraps of food that had been left. Sometimes by the dogs, sometimes by other animals, and almost always by the humans. She wasn't exactly sure who was responsible, but further up the hidden valley, a garbage can had been knocked over. Her and her babies had a veritable feast as they ate the remains of what she had heard called donuts, fish sticks, and some kind of deep-fried winged animal from the state of Kentucky. She didn't know what these were, but she knew that she had plenty of scraps to eat for her and her babies. As the sun set and it began to get clearly dark, her eyes adjusted, and she saw something in the edge of the woods. It was across the valley, up the hill, and there were more than one. She kept her babies close and began to look for places where she could hide if whatever was attached to those eyes began to move towards her. 
She had all her babies stay still, and she herself froze, her black and white blending into the shadows of the trees as they left long shadows across the valley. She watched as the coyotes came out of the woods and made their way across the field. She knew that if they came for her, she had a defense mechanism that would hold most of them at bay, but coyotes were notorious for not caring how they smelled and would render her defense mechanism somewhat useless. Fortunately, they neither saw nor smelled a hint of Lily or her babies. As they made their way in the opposite direction, Lily took her babies, turned around, and headed back down the valley toward the waterfall where they would climb down into the caves and spend their evening. On her way, she saw the deer family, and since it was getting dark, she saw Oliver swoop down from his tree and make his way at mere inches above the grass, flying so fast she could hardly believe it, all the way down the valley and over the top of the waterfall. Then he disappeared from sight. As she made her way down the valley, she did hear something from the opposite direction, the direction the coyotes were moving towards. She wasn't sure if it was thunder, but it was definitely a low rumble. It only happened every so often, and she had heard thunderstorms before, but never so large, and the rumbles had never lasted so long. She was afraid for her babies for a moment, but it sounded, whatever it was, far enough away that it wasn't a concern now. She came to a second garbage can, which also happened to be turned over. Her and her babies feasted yet again, this time eating what appeared to be leftover human food that had somehow, in its storage container, become a bit of a delicacy to a skunk. For some reason, the humans didn't want it with the blue that was growing all around the edges, but for her and her babies, it was a feast containing potatoes, meat, and some type of vegetable, which she couldn't quite figure out what it was, but after she powered it down, it was delicious. Her babies thought so as well. They made their way down the creek, washing their face, washing their paws, climbing over the edge of the cliff that the waterfall went down, slowly taking their steps as they went, going into the cliff, and cuddling up as a warm, fuzzy, black and white striped family. Lily heard the low rumble again and wondered what tomorrow would hold. Oliver was obviously on his way somewhere very fast, and the deer didn't seem to be too terribly bothered, but the fact that the coyotes made their way toward the rumble and didn't even notice her made Lily very curious. She drifted off to sleep and snuggled inside the cave with her babies. She felt that she was in a secure place where nothing could pose a threat. She had literally no idea what the days and weeks ahead had in store for her and all the residents of the Hidden Valley. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Everyman, and I'm glad you're following the tales of the Hidden Valley. Who knows what's going to happen next? As you listen to the Everyman Tales, I encourage you to find my Facebook page, like it, follow it, and if you've downloaded the Podbean app to listen, please follow me on there as well. That way you'll be notified when every new episode arrives, and you'll be able to engage your imagination even more. And don't forget that you can find me on Google Podcasts, of course, the Podbean app, Amazon Music, 
TuneIn and Alexa, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Pod Chaser, Boom Play, and more. Be sure to tune in next time when we'll hear the next Hidden Valley tale and you'll be encouraged to engage your imagination. Thanks for listening to the Everyman Tales.